goodness we're here we are we're laughing today we hold are on. hold on He's wait <coughs> there, there we are <laughs> welcome to stop me if i've heard this stop me if i've hacked this up before <laughs> you've heard this <laughs> heard me coughing oh god Art and susan back at you one more time yep here we are so it's a Tuesday because i just couldn't do yesterday yesterday was too hard but today is tuesday yeah, uh you well, it, we've had a we've had a full week, and you just came yeah. back from the doctor today. So how did right. that go? Well, uh, Are we going to talk about it later? Yeah, I want to okay. talk about the festival. Okay. The, the main thing that happened now, everybody out there needs to know. The, I mean, we've talked about it on our show that, that we we're doing the St. John's Comedy Festival. Susan, I am just so impressed and oh. so proud of the organization that you <laughs> showed no you took you hired you delegated you hired good people all around you to get all the little jobs done and it came off in just a bang-up fashion it was it looked like a show felt like a show and um it was good for the comedy scene in i Portland. was i was really impressed with um you helped clean up that, and that was a nasty-ass area that yeah, we had to clean it up. Was, it was really dirty. It was, yeah, a little and bit like a, a restroom out there. It just had never been, they had never cleared out all the dead leaves. They mm -hmm. had never cleared, they had never blown or swept or anything. Right, and we didn't want people stumbling <laughs> over needles and condoms. Well, too. there wasn't needles and condoms, but, but, but it was almost <laughs> that bad. It really was. It, it was, was dirty. It was, it was dirty. It was, it was dirty. And we cleaned that up, and and um, it's I a thought, street. It's a side street. Yeah, it's it's not a regular patio. Down. It's not you know, and um, they had the barriers, the barricades up to close the street, right. which we had to deal with those. And those things, I thought somebody was going to kill themselves on those, you know, because the way they oh, have to I sit those did. barriers, and then they have those things the that hold them structure underneath yeah, them underneath, to hold them up, and they're not painted, they're not no. marked, and they're, they're anything. the same color as the street, exactly. And, and people were just killing themselves on that <laughs> thing just jesus I, about whenever, uh, yeah. I did too and yeah. i was like oh god we've got to put, put you tape know, or reflective something. tape on this mm -hmm. or something but anyway we, we've opted for chairs right. over them so people would have to walk around the chairs to get to the anyway but um but the ambiance that was created yeah. by um with the our lighting our li pro pro sound and lighting on belmont pro sound uh, and yep. lighting I've been all about those guys for they years They are and years. amazing. It was the best sound I've ever heard outside yeah. ever. They uh, really know what they're doing. They really do. They and have those, great equipment and good people. Yeah. And, and it sounds had, like we're getting paid. I, no, I, we're buy, not. We, I bought all this equipment there, oh, save the soundboard. I bought the mics and the stands and the cords, and I always have anything right. I've needed. I get it from them. And they, they are so just, smart and, and those kids are so knowledgeable, and yeah. they are kids. I mean, these kids are in their 20s, <coughs> but yeah. they are just brilliant. And right. we, we're lucky to get Jeb Stewart from Pro Sound to do our sound and lights. And he ran it all. And he ran it all, and he cleaned every mic. You had separate mics for each comic. I, I, well, we had four mics mm -hmm. and he cleaned them in between in between and mm -hmm. handed them off yeah. so that the comics could get, you know, and, and, yeah. um, it was, it was, the um, lighting was good. magical. The yeah. lighting was good. It was, I mean, we could have probably put a different gel in because it was a little, a little, a little glaring. We, I mean, we maybe could have used another spot from the other side. So it wasn't as many shadows. Right. But it's all, how much do you want to spend? This is the first time you're doing right. this. And we're, we're talking about a 23 foot wide area. Right. It, from curb to the fire lane. The back of that was 20, audience. 23 feet. Yeah. And that is really a narrow area to work with. And we stuck, I think, the most we got, we did have some no-shows. Excuse me. We had some no-shows. Mm -hmm, but they paid. But, well, yeah, but I mean, <coughs> we had probably, right. I'm going to say the high, the highest numbers were probably in the 150s mm -hmm. for the shows. That's and, and the last show, uh -huh. Saturday night, the last show, I thought, right. It's going to be the easy show. Right. It was fuller than the first show on wow. Saturday. See, that's the so. one that usually you get like 20 stragglers. Yeah, and I mean, people come up and... See, that's and, what I'm talking about. To produce a show and get people there, 
that's a mammoth undertaking. Well, and it doesn't always work. We've both done shows yeah. where we tried to produce them, and yet your friends show up. And that's I know, it. right. You don't get a full crowd. Well, what I was surprised at, well, first of all, I think everybody um, is ready, was ready. Oh, God, yeah. They were ready. They, they were ready, ready to, to have a night where they made a plan, went right. out. <clears throat> they knew what they were getting. They right. were, it wasn't a big surprise. <clears throat> they knew it was going to be comedy. <clears throat> and um, it was, the response was was amazing. Even Curious Comedy told me, you know, they don't sell this many tickets in advance for Jane, all Jane. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and so... And I, and I have to say, everybody that did show up, sounds like, from what you were saying, was very understanding about the uh, vaccination card requirement. Well, yeah. The picture of their card. Yeah, I'm going to back that up a little bit because that was one of the obstacles that I hit um, yeah, early The week on. of. Yeah, the week of. Yeah. Sunday night prior to the 20th. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, the numbers had hit, had broken the records in Oregon. Yeah. And they Multnomah, were shutting Multnomah the, County had, was there, it was high. Indoor dining had gone away. Right. All the new precautions were, old precautions. Coming back yeah. and it was going to be indoor masks and all yeah. this other stuff, which is fine. And a lot of the restaurants and bars were requiring proof of vaccination. Yeah. And I started getting, I started getting emails from a, a few of the people that had purchased tickets saying, yeah. Are you going to require proof of vaccination? Right. And my gut said yes, but I thought, how am I going to get that information out mm -hmm. now? Right. Because two of those shows were sold out. And you had a lot of, so you did it anyhow. Well, I called Curious. I called Stacy Halal and, and Jessica Zudro at Curious and mm -hmm. said, I can't make this decision by myself. I'm, I need, I need yeah. input. And they said, do it, just do it, because right. it's just safer. I said, yeah, that's my feeling, but how do I do it? Because I don't have access to the emails. Mm -hmm. It's all done through Curious. <coughs> so they said, we're on it. And they did it. They sent they've two been, emails. They've always been so supportive. Amazing. They've been great to the comedy community in Portland and to you uh, in particular. All I had to do was drop an email, and I yeah. got a response immediately. Right. Yep. Uh, and... Um, <clears throat> That's typical. And That's they curious. kept saying, "Okay, this is okay. This is what you need to do." And they, they walked me through a lot of stuff and gave me such great advice. So yes, it wasn't just me. I had, but I went to the right people. You're right. I went to the right people to ask the questions, and people that had done this before. Right. And Tori, I will give Tori Ward uh, mm -hmm. her, her due. Also, my other producer, right? Yeah, because she, she had already had. She had put on a very successful, much bigger festival down at Lincoln City. The undertow, oh. where she had a, she had that. she had a ten thousand dollar budget. Mm -hmm. That's great. And that and she brought in names. She brought in Lori Kilmartin and Judah Friedlander and mm, all. Okay. Yeah, she brought in people. Good for her. I think Jackie Cation came in for it. And God, that's great. Yeah. So I mean, she had she had uh, some knowledge about how, what 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 was wrong with hers and how we how not. Of course, how this is much it. smaller. Yeah. <clears throat> which I think is the key is to keep it small mm -hmm. and um, and intimate because Moving it's forward because you know, smaller you, you want to continue doing this every year and make it a maybe one more venue well I'd like to be year. able to pass it off to somebody <laughs> uh, eventually too yeah you know to but not uh, but you know with the with the idea that because St. John's is a small community but it you know Bridgetown blew up got way too big mm -hmm. way too big unmanageably big yeah and i yeah. think way too big but the concept of the walking festival up and down hawthorne was a great idea right um and i, I have an idea for st john's but on a more on a more intimate smaller scale yeah that i think people appreciate especially now because they don't want to be in big crowds right and that was that was the biggest. Uh, and and I wanted to keep my comics smart. safe. Having it out in the patio like that was a smart idea. I wanted my comics to be able to be outside if they wanted, felt more yeah. safe outside. Stay away so, from the. Main. So they were outside, and then they but they could go in and get food on mm -hmm. inside in the in the storage room. Right. And um, and Stormbreakers was uh was very was great to work with. They they were uh, it was a it was a learning experience for all of us. Yes, there was one. There was some 
issues where I my Irish things to be worked out for next time. My aim, yeah, my Irish came out, but um, but I think finally now we're on the same page and they understand that mm-hmm. you know certain things can't be done the same way next time. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> they all worked so hard. Those kids worked yeah. really hard, and right. they and she actually paid them extra, and all. I mean they. They took care of their staff, and that you know that's mm. that's what you want to hear, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had the best volunteers ever. I mean, everybody was so upbeat and so excited, and so just so thank you for letting me be part of this. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? You could yeah, be home watching right. Netflix. Wouldn't you rather be doing that?" <laughs> but um, no, that's the truth of it. And every single Maybe. comic just knocked it out of the park. Just right. knocked it. I mean, it that was, was what was so inspiring to me, as a, an old, a crusty old comic who's uh, been at this forever, uh, to see the fresh voices and hear them. And uh, I was so impressed by the people I was watching. They they're they're so creative. Um, you can tell they've been working on their craft. That they're, yes, they're so they're you know. There was a couple of performances that just blew me away. I got to tell you, um, and made me feel like I need to be a better comic. It inspired me to to work on my act and make it you know more relevant and uh, change the the style well, of it a little bit. You know, because honestly, I feel like you do this long enough, it's hard to change, and sometimes your style can kind of get dated sounding. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Know, it inspired me to become a better comic. Uh, it was just well, so you much- had it. You had a great. You t- I told you about the Chicken Man. Uh, uh, yeah, the chicken, that's so funny. Yeah. This is Art had this great set, and I know that he. I know because he has. You haven't worked much <coughs> at all uh, since. Yeah, since right. I mean, and I've never been in a show where I went. Oh, twenty minutes! Thank God. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm out of stuff. I know. I know. I know it exactly because, and everybody. Um, Everybody feels that way. Um, yeah. It's now these kids have been working at mics and stuff a lot. Yeah, quite. Where a bit. you and I can't, you could, you can't go no, do no, that I can't a lot. Go sit in the crowd like but that. Um, it's um, it is hard, and it and yeah. we've we are, yeah. Our, it's time. It's time for us to become a little bit more. Um, on, honest on stage about our yeah, lives right. now, and it's not. It, yeah, and a, a lot of the material we were doing before the pandemic just doesn't feel like it matters anymore. Exactly. It just, yeah. just, you know, a lot of it didn't matter beforehand. It's time to update. It's time to But however, you, you knocked it out of the park with your um, with the uh, the vegan bit uh-huh. and and the chicken bit. And right, the, yeah. the, the free-range, free-range chicken. chicken. Right. And I'm telling you right now, there was two guys that went at, were walking out the, out the door and I, on Friday night, and I said, did you have a good time? He goes, that chicken guy just killed me. And I just was like, I just. The chicken I just, guy. The, the chicken guy oh, just killed me. And I thought, I got to tell Art, the chicken oh guy gosh. just killed this guy. Oh, obviously, I need to get T-shirts made. The chick, I'm the chicken guy. But then I'd have to keep doing that bit forever and ever. Well, anyway, <laughs> it's a great bit. But um, that's a cartoon that's so bit. You got, that, everybody knows that. It's, yeah. But anyway, yeah. it was. Um, it was a lot of fun, and um, and like I say, inspirational. I was really happy to see everybody. I really am sad that I didn't get to see the second night. I, I'd love to have seen all the other comics and see what they were doing. Well, I you hear, were working. I was working, which is good. Which is a good thing. Yeah. It's weird that I have two nights work in a two month span, and they happen to be those two. Yeah, but still, um, that uh, I, I understand. Oh. Um, Dylan Jenkins um, really oh my had god a moment, uh, on stage just he, he was, was really, I thought they were going to stand I up. I mean it's not like everybody did well but it, I thought they were going to stand up oh god I almost That's I was so like great. here it comes because his mother was sitting right in front of me yeah and I just went here it comes here it comes they were just they would not stop clapping mm-hmm. they loved him so much yeah he's so he has gotten so flipping good and I yeah. told you I closed my eyes and I heard, I heard, I heard Robert. I heard his dad. Yeah. And then, he's but the I also. Those of you don't know, he's the comedian friend of ours who we started with and he moved to LA and got to. Robert Jenkins. A yeah. level where he would close the evening at the improv TV show. Like he was doing really well. He was doing really and well. At some point he just said, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. Well, he had Dylan. Yeah. 
and and uh, that marriage didn't work, but yeah. his his fatherhood did, and he decided it was time to be home. Yeah, and that was fine. He, I mean, Robert is a Renaissance person anyway. He's re, he and reinvented himself. He's an artist. He's yeah, he's, he's every man, there isn't anything. Yeah, yeah then anything this guy touches, he does well. Yeah. Which is also his son. He's driving a concrete truck now. That and, pours and concrete, and he, he likes it. I talked to him. Loves about it. it. Yeah, it's really tweaks something in his brain just right. He loves that precision yeah. of getting <clears> it, you know, exactly yeah. where it needs to be. Right. And he's very creative, and, and he's he an can artist. Do hundred things. Yeah. One of those people. And so is Dylan. And Dylan did really just an amazing job. And right. Um, it was it was that so, great. so great. Yeah. I, wish, I wonder. I was proud because we've there. known Dylan since he was born. Exactly. You know, that's just yeah, it. Is exactly. he's thirty two years old. Yeah, I remember him and riding been, in between the seats in the car on the way to a gig. Yeah, I know. Between just, the two just, just, here's this little guy, you know. Yeah, so right. we're just um uh it's it's, it's fun so to great. have that perspective. Because a lot of times comics want to go out in their father's footsteps. Well, a lot, sometimes. And it they're usually pretty good. But Dylan, man, he has been so dedicated to it. But he's it's great he, to see he's, he's reaching that now. Well, he became a musician first. Yeah. You know, he's a musician. Uh -huh. He's he's a classic. He's a he's a really good bass player. No, I didn't know that. And uh, has played since mm -hmm. he was a kid, since he was little. Right. And then um, he's an artist. Oh, my God, yeah. his artwork is unflippin' yeah. believable. And, and the, you know, he always wanted to do this, but he's very shy. Yeah. And he just... He kept asking me about it, and I said, "Honey, you just gotta have to try. That's yeah. all you have to do. You gotta just get up and try." And he he didn't get discouraged in the early stages like a lot of people do, and he just kept working it and kept working yeah, it. Yeah, he just kept working. Because he because he had his dad and his mom who just encouraged him. Yeah, you know? and his stepdad Tom too mm -hmm. just said, "Man, you're funny. Just keep going." Yeah. So I just think, you know, these are kind of like, I've spent a lot of time in the car with these guys, yeah. and. Um, you and I both know a lot of comics. Mm -hmm. We know a lot of great comics. Sure do, yeah, right. I mean, I can't, I mean, uh, I couldn't even fill my house with the, the, the amount of people, wonderful comedians that I would love to see on a, on a stage. Right. But I decided that that was, Portland needed to know what they had. Mm -hmm. And that this is a really vital scene. Yeah. And that I wanted to help them create new audiences and it's it's um very encouraging to know that moving forward the portland comedy scene is in good hands that uh, we've always had a pretty good i think reputation across the country for cranking out some really original really solid comedians yeah, Augie. yeah troy Augie. third gill oh god yeah dwight dwight you know, although he's originally from houston but but dwight spent a lot of years here he, uh, yeah, yeah. There's so many good voices that have come out of Portland. It's nice to know now that Bridgetown's done, it's still vital. These people are still working hard to get better and better. And Portland is and really representing, representing in, us, in, yeah. in L.A. and New York. Because really. I know I'm not going to keep on doing this forever. And, you know, I'll do the occasional gig here and there as in my latter years. But it's not going to be, you know, up to us to carry the torch it's not, at this point. It's not our scene anymore, yeah. We're, you know. All we can and do that's hard is to cope with. But, well, know. all we can do is mentor yeah. them. Yeah, we can mentor them and encourage them and, oh, and I'm give still them. Still waiting for anyone to ask. And give it. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'll put well, it I don't. There. I don't wait to ask. I just give you them just advice. Tell them. I just tell them. Um, <laughs> you know, take it or leave it. Um, but the, yeah, it's 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 kind of the way to give back and to to be um, and still be part of this scene and try to find find ways that I can contribute in whatever way we can do. And, yeah. and you and I both do that. And I think that um, they appreciate it. They really do appreciate it. You were just, you're just adored. So. Well, I so appreciate that. Hang on. I so appreciate that. I, the encouragement. And uh, <laughs> I just have one thing to say for you and the job that you did. button that's so funny there well we have we have I, to uh, use a sound effect How i about know that? we got to use sound effects what's this one <laughs> <laughs> i uh that's when we start talking about vaccines that's what we'll use it's uh one of the things that um the feedback that i got 
was um oh and just just to go back to the story that we started with was <coughs> trying to keep people safe yes here's here's the one thing that i have to say is that i only had one pushback uh when the mm-hmm. when the emails went out and right. when the notification because we put it on the website we put it on all over social media not everybody looks at social media i get it but curious sent out two emails that week mm. hoping that the emails wouldn't hit the spam boxes saying if you're going to the festival you need to have a picture of your mm-hmm. vaccination card or your f- actual vaccination card right and um i only had one uh refund that i had to do because she was vaccinated, but her husband was not. Right. And she emailed me and said, is there any way you can make an exception? And I said, no. Right. There's no exceptions. Yeah. On that. I had, I had to draw the line on that. And um, there were some people that had forgotten their vaccination cards. Mm-hmm. And I said, how about this? The person that has their vaccine card can come in. Go home and get yours. You know you have it. Mm-hmm. Come back if you want part of a part. If you want part of your money back, we can arrange that. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, that's fine. And I had three people do that, and they came back to the show. They missed two comics, but they were back. Wow, that's and so that's great that people are understanding, and I, I think probably appreciative of the fact. And you saw people going through their phones, that. just frantically going through their phones, mm-hmm. and husbands grab, wives grabbing their husbands' phone, going, "I'll find it," you know, this kind of thing, uh. you know, and stuff like that was very cute, and I. And he, and he goes, well, I don't, is it on your phone or my phone or where is it? What you know, this kind of thing. But um, every nobody bitched about it. Everybody said yeah. thank you, and everybody had a mask on, mm-hmm. even outside. And I had more people say, we sat at our table, and everybody wore their mask unless they were eating or drinking, right? And then put their mask back on. <clears throat> oh gosh, unlike a lot of venues where they're like, I'm I'm, I'm in here, yeah, I'm. I can do whatever I want. Well, I, I was just really, everybody was, and they used the PPE. We had hand yeah. sanitizers. We, you know, people were very conscious of going into the building with their masks on yeah. and everything. So it was just, it all worked out. So that's, and I finally got a night's sleep last night. That's the most amazing <laughs> thing. Oh my God. You've been working so hard I for didn't. so long on this and, well, you know, putting all your. Using your mental energy like that really wears you down. It's weird. You, well, you think I didn't it know I had that much mental energy. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I had no idea. <laughs> uh, you get to coast for a while now. Well, I, you know, and I, yeah, I, I keep waking up going, thinking about, okay, what do I have to do today? What is it? Okay, I made. did I make a list? And then I go, oh, it's Monday, and it's over. Okay. All I have to do is have this stuff picked up. Okay, we're good. Yeah. You know, I was just like, and this morning I just slept in, so that was great. Anyway, uh, so um, uh, on, on, on to next year, and and hopefully I'll be healthy enough to do it. Yeah. So we'll see. Never know. Well, big pat on the back uh, to you and and to all the people that helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a great. It was a great crew. Couldn't have done it. Yeah. I'm telling you, Leanne uh, Widlich and yep. and Michael James Moore. Uh, Michael James. Michael James Moore. <laughs> Michael James, ah, right Phelps. out of my, huh? Phelps. Phelps, right, right out of my head. Another famous person. Yeah, and um, and Tori and Randall. Oh my God, Randall Lawrence. Yeah. The videographer right. and my web my webmaster and all, mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God. Yeah, he really got it done too. He did it. He's yeah. just worked his ass off on this thing. Mm-hmm. So right after finishing uh, doing the cinematography for the. Helium comedy competition yes. for many, many nights of that. That's the other thing that the comics yeah. said. We really needed this after the competition because oh, the God, competition was so, show. well, the competition was very stressful and the outcome was very stressful, even yeah, though they all are. liked the, the winner, but it was weird. Well, still, the whole idea of those competitions has yeah. always been wrong and it always will be. Yeah. And comedians need nobody to just comes say out no. of it going Yahoo. There's no winner. The only winner is the producer. That's it. Mm-hmm. And everybody else that looks like um, hopeful amateurs, even though they're working comics, many of them. Yeah, m- all, most of them are the working comics. The best you yeah. can hopeful is to be the best amateur and on then, the show. That's yeah. how you come across yeah. to the audience. It should never be a, it should never be no. a pro-am. It should always be pro. Yep. Just a pro. It just shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's subjective, first of all. And, you know, you, when we were doing them back in the day, 
they'd get somebody from the tent and awning shop and they'd get some disc jockey and they'd get somebody <laughs> from the record store and it wouldn't be anybody who knew anything about comedy so, I know. and how and they're, they're coming in and they're judging they get it maybe get a, a television a local television anchor person oh or yeah a, yeah one, or the for producer's the finals. girlfriend would be the judge stuff <laughs> like that you know yeah. come on <laughs> yeah and we're supposed to listen we're supposed to take it to heart like what, <laughs> what they think yeah. about us yeah i've never been a fan um and uh, I wish they'd quit it. But, you know, comedians need to get noticed somehow. I understand now they're in a sea of other comics. So. Well, just putting people, I've never, it's just, comedy so, is but such, I remember it's a personal thing. When you do a competition, afterwards, your first show where you weren't being judged. Yeah. Uh, you're just having making them laugh. It's a whole different thing. It's, just, it's a release. Audience, that's the other thing about a competition. It's an audience you know they're judging you, and they know they're judging you. They're like, hmm, I don't know, this guy seems like his stage presence isn't quite as good. They're not just enjoying themselves. Right. Everybody in the audience is a judge. Yeah. And it's pretty good, but that girl that went on before him really seemed to have more, you know. And that's why you always go after that one guy Uh who's got his arms crossed. Yeah. And right. is, scr- is scowling at the stage. Yeah. And it, it, you shouldn't. Yeah. But that's the one that bugs you. Because oh, you yeah. you, that guy's not laughing. Or Why if you is that? hear one person going, like that, that laughed. Oh, or oh. Oh, God, I'll come off the stage with that shit. That makes me crazy. I told a guy one time that was doing that little fake, that which is a way of saying that was kind of funny. Really, that's what that says. Yeah. And I said, you better have an, like an oxygen mask, oxygen tank next to you or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I know I, you're not doing that noise on purpose to comment leaking. on my show. And then there's, you know, then you always pick up, you, you look out in the crowd and you finally see through the lights some guy on a respirator. Oh, or yeah. Something like Jeff Stilson, I think, yeah, had that happen. He did that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, get over it. You know, he thought they were hissing him like boo hiss. No. Oh, get no. over it. It's just an opinion. It's just comedy. Blah, blah, blah. And then somebody goes, uh, he's on a ventilator. <laughs> I know. And it was like, oh, oh. shit. Yeah. I know. You just feel. <laughs> I feel like a one inch. <laughs> Nothing's funnier than you just, and you you watch another comic and you just go, oh man, no, no, and don't you, do it, don't do it, you're digging a hole. <laughs> and then you're the first one laughing, going, <laughs> oh god, yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want to warn him. Yeah. Anyway, so it. yeah, so anyway, <laughs> it was a fun weekend, and um, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad it's over. But I just bet, yeah. But um, it was fun. Get back to our regular lives, however regular they are. Yeah. Um, I did a show in Port Townsend, as you mentioned, at a place called the Manresa Castle. Which is haunted. It's just, it, it looks haunted. It I, is haunted. I, I, I it put w- it up on our website. I, I put it up on my personal web Facebook page. It looks like a haunted castle from the outside. It has the bars and it has the, it was the spire in on the 1800s. Mm-hmm. It was 1890-something, um, I think. It was well prior to that. It was a it was a, a shipping a, a magnet. Uh, some guy in uh, had, it built. had it for built for his, his wife. wife, and she died before it was finished. I think. Mm, okay. But um, and yeah, then it and was then, like a monastery or a yeah, nunnery. Yeah, it was where the it was where the nuns that retired out of the Seattle area mm. went to live. Mm-hmm. And then later became then the the nuns were having too much fun there and doing too much uh, good work, so they moved them out. Oh, and they put them. They put the monks there. The monks were there. Okay, and that's those guys and those guys. Monkeys. And uh, well, that's when several of them killed themselves. Oh, there. there that's the one lip left out of a window on the third floor. Right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that. Yeah, there's a lot. And of you know, and I'd heard all this going into it. Yeah. So I was. It's interesting. Know, I was aware of it, and you'd said something about uh, going there once, and a comedian took a video. Oh, of, I of saw the hallway, it. And there yeah, was like I some s- balls of light behind him, or something like that. Well, he felt like somebody was following him. I guess. No, right? I saw. I saw. Um, we went into the room. There was there was mm-hmm. um, Ghostbusters there. There were One of you know shows. paranormal shows yeah. being. And they were filming there, and he For was the walking. Time, he was walking there. And he knocked on the door. But on the way down to the hall, the yeah. other comic that I was with was going to go and talk to these guys because he met him in the lobby. And they said, well, come on up. We're going to do some experiments. So he's on his way up the mm-hmm. hall. Right. And he felt somebody felt somebody walking in back of him like wanted that wanted to get past him. Mm-hmm. So he moved aside. Mm-hmm. 
and he felt this cold rush past him mm. and and he went to knock on the door and the guy before he could even knock the guy opened the door he goes how'd you know i was here he said something told me there was going to be a knock oh i went what no. he said that okay. and then and then we he went in the room and he filmed this uh there was a flashlight with batteries mm-hmm. there was no plug-in or anything like that that was sitting on the on the windowsill and they were asking the entity to turn the light on turn the flashlight on and he filmed it and i saw it and the, the flashlight went on and off hmm. several different times mm-hmm. on its own right and i was like okay that would be enough for me to kind of go okay i gotta go okay Bye-bye. I have to pee, and then I have to go. Or do it at the same time. Right, exactly. (laughs) Really, yeah, I don't have to pee anymore. Anyway, but, um, yeah, so it was, I didn't stay there. Yeah, I I I didn't want to pay for a room. There was no rooms available in town, by the way, so that was no choice. I either drove four hours back or I stayed over, and, and I didn't have anything spooky happen at all. You know, the only two things that I mentioned to you are, is that the, kind of a rickety old iron frame bed mm-hmm. like little poles and stuff yeah yeah they're iron so it yeah. kind of move around a little bit underneath you and mm-hmm. when you sit on it it would go it would kind of it would go ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> like I think, well maybe that's why people think this is haunted plus the window the little flap window wouldn't shut all the way in either the bathroom or the oh. living room so and there was a screen over it so all night long it was so you know i get it maybe that's (laughs) that's probably why (laughs) i don't know maybe that's why people think it's haunted i didn't have anything i was ready i was kind of my antenna were up yeah and um i was "Ah, somebody can start tugging on my blankets or something something gonna happen I think I told you this story. The only time anything ever happened was at an Airbnb where we went to sleep. My brother and I shared a room. And this was uh, just like four years ago, something like that. And Mm -hmm. from the closet, I heard, no, Dada, let me out. And I I laid there for 20 minutes with trying to be my rational mind. Okay, there must be, there's a reason for this. My hairs are standing up, but there's a reason for it. <laughs> no, please let me out, Dada. You know, so this went on for 20 minutes. Oh, and my I saw, God. I'm in my mind. I'm walking around the building going, God, are there any other p- units in this house? I think it's just a house with just us in it. What could possibly, you know, because there was an attic uh, door. What am I trying to There's a way to get into the attic from yeah. the closet. Yeah. Because Paul and I joked about it, like, yeah. eh, there's spiders up there, blah, blah, blah. And then it was coming from that closet. I was like, God, what? This is freaking me out. And Paul wakes up finally. He goes, yeah, I've been hearing it too. Well, what it was was the window was open. There was a little retaining, a little partial wall left to my bed. And the sound was bouncing off of the, out through the window and bouncing off the wall. So it sounded exactly like it was coming from that wall. But somebody was saying that to their kid. Yeah, somebody was doing some tough love thing on their kid and not let and not taking it oh out. Oh my of god, that would have just upset me anyway. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. I wasn't too thrilled about that either. But yeah, at least I uh, had an empty bladder at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, it's a fun game. But you sensitive. I'm not sensitive. To that type of a thing. I, yeah, I, I am. You know, I, I don't know how much of it I really believe in, and I don't know how much of it, if it is real, that I'm really sensitive to. I think people have different levels of sensitivity. I, yeah, I think to, there's um, the other things that are, there's things. some people that are very auditory. There's some other yeah. people that are very clairvoyant. There's people, yeah. but, you know, I, yeah, I am. And um, uh, I like that gig, though. I, it's fun, yeah. It's a fun gig. And um, uh, I always have a good time doing it. But, and I, I told them but. They said, he's been at comedy over 30 years. I said, yeah, you know, that used to be a lot more impressive when there was over 30 people in the crowd. 
Because <laughs> if, if you've been at it 38 years and there's 27 people in the crowd, there's like, wow, you know, what happened to you? I know, I, I know, I'm, I know exactly. And I, I, somebody you try to use that. They would go, shall I, shall I tell them you've been in the business 38 years? And I haven't worked. You know, we haven't worked that much no, in the last year, and right, I'm so rusty. No. I go, no, let's not, let's not do that because that makes me. Let me, yeah. let, let them think that I just started next week, last week. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just, let's just leave I that. Work out. in the kitchen. Yeah, let's. I just really always liked comedy. You know, that makes me look like I'm a little bit more polished. Right. You know, but yeah, no, I don't use that in, intro anymore. Um, it's because it's just. Nobody. And I have to do, I have to do another. I have shows coming up where I have to do at least 45. And it, yeah. I'm like, okay. I know. Man. Okay. Let's a lot see. of it. Are, we were talking about this before. I think it was before we turned the mic on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been well, last episode. Stop me if I've heard this. I've heard it, but I hope <laughs> you haven't. <laughs> I know. Have we? Um, that, you know, a lot of the material we were doing before the pandemic, we, we just don't want to do anymore. It doesn't seem relevant. Oh, yeah, we were it, talking about who cares? earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah today. It, things yeah. are changing. Everything's changing, and and, uh, we, um, yeah. and I'm just hoping we're not going to get shut down again. Yeah, no kidding. Because it's really not good. Yeah. And, um, I'm shutting and myself they can't, down. You know, that. I want to know what the reasoning is now that Pfizer's been been FDA approved. I want to uh, know. I want to know what they're okay. So what's your what's the big uh, your big argument now? Mm-hmm. Now that it's been approved. I don't know what the how the studies work and how they uh, well cr- the criteria. The FDA fi- the F- FDA finally had enough data to say yeah we we can right. release it from emergency status to approved right, which means huge. It's huge. It's a good thing because that means down in a, probably another month Moderna will be will be uh, yeah will be approved as Johnson and Johnson. I will hope be it's huge. Honestly, my gut tells me all it's going to do is give all the people that have been saying. Um, Oh, I'm going to wait until it's actually fully approved because now they're going to have to find a different excuse. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I because don't know what they're going to use now. What are well, they going to use? They'll come up with something. Well, they, know, of course they will because they're, they're asshats. Just, the people are still saying, you know, I just don't think it's too soon. You know, it's not too soon. There's millions and millions of people that have Gordon taken Klemper it. did a just recently, yeah. two, three days ago, released this video that he did about, yeah. he went to a anti-vax rally in oh. New York, in New York city. Oh God. Yeah. Let's and there see was any interview, this, this woman who's saying, he says, well, where are you from? And she says, I'm from Pennsylvania. He says, so you're from Pennsylvania, but you're in New York at an anti-vax protest. She says, well, you have to get out ahead of these things. And he said, so you have to get out ahead of, of say, like, uh, you have to get out ahead of something that, you know, that could, that's potentially dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and she says, you do, you have to get out ahead of something that's potentially dangerous and harmful to people. He says, so what you're saying is that, you know, you have to get out ahead of like the pandemic with a vaccine so that, you know, people, so that people don't die. She says, no, you have to get out ahead of of mask mandates. Mask mandates have to be, have can't come to Pennsylvania. We can't have mask mandates. And he went, okay, that makes no sense at all. You know, but it was very funny the way he did it, of course. Right. And it's it's yeah. that stupidity. And then there's people sitting there drink, smoking cigarettes going, right. yeah. I'm not wearing a mask and I'm not getting vaccinated. Okay, mm-hmm. well, try to get into a hospital then because when, mm-hmm. when the, you know, the cancer hits in. Because... Right. You won't be able to get in. Yeah, some of Mississippi is it Mississippi and Alabama. Right, their their uh, surgeon generals have both said they are very close to a complete medical collapse. Mm-hmm. A medical collapse where right. they have they have no. They can't staff the place. They can't anymore. staff it. They can get they more can't beds. Do it. They but, can't get the people, and they can't. They can't. They can't save lives. They can't do mm-hmm. anything. People are dying from other things because right. they can't get their their surgeries done. Yeah, I mean that's a collapse. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's uh, so deeply ingrained in our society that what I want matters more than what we all need. Uh, that's what has to change. We have to become this society that actually believes what's good for all of us is also good for me. Instead of me, 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 and I don't care what happens to you. My rights, my rights, my, my rights. My liberties, my, you know, fuck, What's you know. Right? What? That has nothing to do with your liberties. It has to do with your absolute being on this face yeah. of the earth. 
there's certain lines where you don't have liberty. You don't have liberty to drive drunk. You don't have, you know, uh, it's a, you can't because be logical. It's, that's, that's because it's a public hazard. It's a public, right. yeah. It's, yeah. It, it just doesn't, it, the, they have no logic. And no. and I'm not sure what it is. It's all or emotion. What. And it's all loyalty to Trump. And he's still kind of not really. And he's even come out and told him to get the yeah, vaccination. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I saw a clip of him on Seth Meyers <laughs> talking I about I love Seth Myers. He's awesome. At talk uh, to addressing a crowd about yeah, you should get it and then they boo him. You should get the vaccine. They boo. And then he and he kind of goes, well, but the thing yeah, you know, I wouldn't really, you know, it's not that big if you don't want to. You know, he he's so caught up in pleasing the crowds that he'll switch. He'll f- waffle mid-sentence to yeah. whatever they want to hear. Yep. That's what he wants to say. Yep. And uh, he needs to fucking be a man for a change. Yeah. Actually, step up, be oh, a man, and tell him that's never going to happen. Of course not. Yeah, he wouldn't have. He would have by now. He's going to throw his kids under the bus eventually too. Yeah. So it's um it's been a it's yeah it's been a it was a hard week that way and on top of that Afghanistan. Right. Goddamn tell you know the Taliban and yeah. Pakistan can go kiss can, can they yeah. can just drop off the face of the I'm so, I'm so sick of this shit. They, yeah, right. Yeah. They they won't extend the evacuation. No. <coughs> and they, of course they don't want to. They well, I don't know. This pun- is this is the one thing where I have people that supported it. This us. is the one thing I have to say that I am surprised at Joe Biden about. I am surprised about mm-hmm. him. Um, this should have started happening. Right. Right away. Yeah, these. <coughs> if he, if this was his agenda, people of these translators have been applying for visas, visas for months now. Since last year, as, as soon just, as as soon as Trump, it's just been just this people stuck feet stuck in the mud because you know, trying yeah. to get anything done, and they should have just bureaucratic. said done, 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 done. Yeah, the only question you do you want to leave Afghanistan? Well, okay, done. approved. You know, yeah. and then and then. Um, just take all the precautions of finding, keeping track of where they are and what and what's yeah. going on. I mean, yeah, are we going to get infiltrators? Sure, we'll probably get we'll probably get some. We're going to get know. them anyhow. But the thing about it is, is that um, there's definitely people that are going to be tortured. Well, and, and, and I have to say, Afghanistanians just thought that it wasn't going to happen. That the mm-hmm. Taliban wasn't going to take Kabul. Right. And. It, it's, that's kind of okay. Well, that's putting your head in the sand a little bit because. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine them saying, "Okay, North Portland's being evacuated. You have to go." Mm-hmm. Right. You know, this is something. You know, we have to. Yeah. You know, this is a very. I mean, it's a very frightening thing. People have lived their whole lives here. Mm-hmm. I've lived my whole life in the United States. Right. What? About, how would I feel? Yeah. I would right. be frightened as hell. Yeah. And, um, I can't imagine what they're going through any refugees going through that's leaving everything that left behind everything so i i i that whole thing i have to, i listen to it a little bit during the day but i get so upset i can't i have to stop because i i feel so helpless i really feel helpless about the whole thing yeah. and but um and i think joe drug his heels he should have started everything in march right. march 1st they should have started getting people out yeah and they were being told that the military right. was saying, "You got to get our people out of here. You got to get everybody that's helped us. Anybody who's changed a fucking light bulb's got to go." Yep, they got to get out. They got to get their families out. We got to right. get them out. Especially when he was uh, selling himself as the the candidate who knew more about foreign policy, and he yeah. does. He still knows more than Trump did, but still, he could have known that. Well, somebody, yeah, somebody wasn't, he it wasn't was. Listening. It was he wasn't just wasn't right enough. Whatever. And but this is going to be part of his legacy. It is. Unfortunately, you can't have people falling from airplanes to their death. It's just absolutely heart-wrenching. Trying, trying to get on the planes to Trying get to out. hang on to a plane. I don't know. For me, I get five feet in the air. I'm, I'm going, oh, well, this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but considering you know, we're going 30,000 feet up. That's how desperate these people are. I know. Because they know they're probably going to get killed if they stay. So it's right. like, well, might as well try this. It's better chances. You know, that's it's just gut wrenching, man. It it's is. just horrible tragedy. And, and it's gonna continue being that way for a while, uh, unfortunately. And 
And we've been spending billions yeah. and billions and billions of dollars a week over yeah. there. Yeah. A week. Not a oh, month. A Jesus. week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it um, had to happen eventually, but it could have happened better. I it think could have been. Agrees. It could have been orchestrated much better. Yeah. And, of course, the Afghanistanians, you know, they, they were paying off the Taliban not to kill them because so, they didn't want to fight. You know, they were like, we can't fight. And now they have, now we left all our weaponry there, too. So. Mm-hmm. They have that. They have that. Yeah, they have. It's very difficult. And yeah. Pakistan just said, no, you can't come in here. Because mm-hmm. Pakistan is actually funding the Taliban. Yeah. Because so. the Pakistanis need to have major sanctions. Major fucking mm-hmm. sanctions. From the world. They yeah. need to just have sanctions. Right. Fuck them. Right. I'm so mad at them. But anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. it for my little happy Well, rant. yeah. I know. And uh, anytime you turn on the news lately, it's uh, bad news. And Haiti. not a lot of good and news. And poor Haiti and, Haiti, and everything. The and freaking wildfires. And you, all you, the, you can't watch 10 the minutes of floods, news. floods. My yeah. God. Yeah. God. In Tennessee. And, and they, they show two kids got swept away. Oh, well, let me see their pictures. Because I'm know. not sad enough to hear that two kids were swept babies, away. In the little babies. babies. Okay, you know, give me their cute little faces so I can feel even worse. I know. It's tragic. We, uh, yeah, we that, what, can't even yeah, watch the that news was lately. Just, that was like, do you uh, want, I, okay, I'm just turning this off. I can't. You know, it, it, it hurts too much. If you care at all, you know, it's, uh, it's too much. Yeah. You know, and that's their job is to um, show news that uh, they feel is... Uh, but there's news and then there's sensationalism. Yeah, it, it does cross the line, I think, it, at some it point. It crosses the line. Like, we, we know what you mean by little kids. If you tell all me you have the to age, say is 14 year, months old. Yeah. That's all you have to say to me. Yeah, we already know how that is not it. horrific that is. Yeah, yeah there, so. there hasn't been much good. It was the Olympics. We got some few moments in there, and that was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's one that's a good that's good news, and uh-huh. I hope anybody in Portland is listening to this news. Lake Oswego softball league. league is yeah. is is at the championships, right? Yeah, in Pennsylvania, yeah, I think it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and they are the cutest kids in the world. Yeah, and right. they were doing they had their their game was postponed because of rain, and when they finally it was they finally went to the field the next day. And it was looking like it's going to rain. And so instead of dressing down and going home, they played catch with the other team that they were they were going to they, – they all played catch. And they all wrote, did tic-tac-toe on the balls. And they throw the tic-tac-toe uh-huh. – throw the ball to the guy, and he and then the guy would throw – they were playing tic-tac-toe uh-huh. with, with the team that they're – now that's sportsmanship. That's pretty great. You know, that's sportsmanship. That's yeah. like, hey – you know, let's play. Let's play. It's kids. Let's play a yeah, game. Let's right. do something. Yeah, keep you know, it fun. Keep it light. It was just like, well, this is this is heart. This this lifts my spirits yeah. right up. You know right. that these great kids are just out there having fun. And they're teaching them that it's about the fun. First, have and foremost. fun. Yeah. yeah. Now they lost their first game, but they did really they well. Got one more it's double elimination. They haven't lost. Completely. And so, but yeah. they're just having a ball. They're having a ball. They're representing. And that's so fun. Good for them. I hope they just have a, a, a great time. And it's, um, unfortunately, it's a sign of Portland and Oregon uh, athletics. <laughs> right now, the Trailblazers are struggling along. You know, they got the new general manager that not everybody loves, and they're starting about to start a new season, you know, and the, the Timbers. Oh, whew, boy. Timbers are on fire, though. Uh, no. No, they're not? No. Oh, they're not? They're sitting outside. Oh, the women. They're not going to make the playoffs The women's. The Thorns are the doing thorns great. The Thorns are kicking it. That's great. what I'm thinking. The yeah. Thorns are doing oh, great. Oh, the Timbers just lost to the worst record team of all of the league. Oh. And they needed to win really bad because they were already sitting just outside the playoff. It's been a rough year for them. Oh. It's been tough. And I'm a Seahawks fan too. So uh, watching their preseason games, oh boy. It's like it's like you guys playing with blindfolds or something? Cause I know. <laughs> well, I th- yeah. But it's all preseason. doesn't mean anything. But it's been hard as a sports fan to have anything to root for. <laughs> gets- I'm like, go 11-year-olds, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Represent. I know. It's, yeah, I just, I think people are so desperate to, to just yeah. have, you know, a bit of normalcy and a bit of community, community yeah. again, you know, just right. having that. I mean, twenty five thousand people at at Providence 
uh, stadium for the Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Portland. Yeah, that yeah the Sounders and the Timbers rivalry, game. Rivalry, yeah. And uh, possibly a super spreader. But, yeah. which was, I was scared to death about our and shows. And they're changing their policy because of it, too. Yes, they should have. Yeah. yeah, vaccination cards. Like 28,000 people ago. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, and and OHSU, I think, had a lot to do with it. They said, oh, no, you don't. Oh, I saw that image on TV. And wait, you guys waited in line overnight? For this, you're crazy, and they're singing and full-throated cheering. I know, and like, eating oh. and drinking and all oh, that stuff, God. and nobody's wearing a mask, and you yeah. kind of go, "Oh, uh, you couldn't pay me enough to be in that crowd." But um, yeah, and there was a study today. OHSU <laughs> came out with, um, I think it was OHSU that said, or it could have been the university, or maybe it was University of Oregon, said, um, you know, the the bottom line is this: this isn't going to be COVID isn't going to leave us. Right. But the flu never left us either. Yeah. And, you know, and this, right. and what we can do is around. we can get it down to that level mm-hmm. of, yeah. you know, Nuisance. you may have to have a, a yearly shot for COVID and the flu. Uh, hey, I'm ready for my booster now. I know. We have to wait. <laughs> we have to wait. We have to wait. But yeah. I got my um, a second uh, pneumonia shot this morning. Oh, I haven't had my pneumonia shot yet. I have to get that. Oh, yeah. Because, you get know, pneumonia. Heart my issues. brother does. Heart and lung issues, I, I really should. Yeah, and you I, do, yeah. You need two, and I finally got my second one this morning. Arms feeling it, but I was in there I, already for... Because um, I was, before you say <coughs> any more, yeah. I just want to say, for those of you who don't know, you are looking great. You oh. have lost, I know that it doesn't seem a lot, but you have lost a lot of weight Some. on this. Well, whatever like is doing... pounds, no, not a huge amount, but it's... It's made a big difference. It feels better. You and look really good. I have to say the pictures that you have taken of me, the, the Barry took of me the other mm-hmm. night. and look good. Another one, I was like, okay, all right. I don't have to go throw up now. I'm okay. You, I don't I think I look good, good, but I never Well, do. it was a glaring light, too. It was not as, But you I know. don't still, I, it's, it wasn't like, oh. You know, every other picture I've had in the last 10, 15 years, I'm like, oh. God, can't you do something? You rub that tummy for good luck. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, you had a little. You had a little dad tummy. You had a little dad a, tummy. Yeah. yeah. You look at it from the side. It becomes little, becomes big. <laughs> well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. It, you, it's not. So as you went bad. to your doctor today and you down. found out yeah. how much you'd lost. I went. To, oh no, they didn't even mention. They it. didn't weigh you. They did, but oh. she didn't bring it up, and I didn't. But I went there because I've been like you know, a sixty-five-year-old, increasingly. Waking up to go pee in the middle of the night. And then when I do, it's hard Pumpkin to get, When you get started, yeah, well, that's the episode. So I had to get this prostate thing done. And I knew, because, you know, it's it's not just that you have to get up two or three times a night to go yeah. pee. It's that when you do get up, your body's closed everything off. So it's really hard to pee. You feel this real urgency. Oh, my God, I got to pee. And then you sit in the toilet and it's like, nope, this bladder is closed between the hours of <laughs> new, midnight and seven. <laughs> if you like men, to put in a special men request. Do have, men do have that problem. <laughs> Women don't have that problem. Men oh, do. Yeah. God, I'm telling you. Plus, my brother told me a horror story about his doctor telling him that he inevitably will have to start using a catheter. What? At some point. In his, and it's like, are you sure? And he goes, the doctor goes, but don't worry. It's only going to be like four or five times a day. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, then I found out what a catheter does. And I'm like, oh, I was thinking more along the lines no. of never once even ever. How about that many times <laughs> yeah, a day? That, that, that many times a day. I don't even know how to spell catheter. Okay. No. Yeah. Really. Oh, no. no. I don't yeah. think there's any music that could be loud enough or pleasant enough to distract you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to say, how about, no, I'm not going to do that. So I went, to, I, my brother told me this story and I, I scheduled the thing for my prostate, which, you know, hopefully that's all it is. It's just a, a large prostate and we're going to take some meds. Well, but you, I knew going into it, too, yeah. that there was going to be a real chance of the rubber glove test. Oh, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the thing is, our doctor is like, isn't just our great doctor. Right. She's like a friend. We know her. We oh, see that's her embarrassing. In our yeah, I that, see her in my, yeah. in my health club. And she you knows know, a lot about she, you. We know, we've known each other yeah. for a long time. And so we already know it's, it's not just going to be. <laughs> 
purely clinical. And yeah. uh, I could see her like looking and she's, oh, I'm just trying to get these charts here. I was trying to find some information here where we could get some sort of a view because, you know, I just had yeah. a CAT scan and a colonoscopy. And, uh, uh, she's like, I'm not really finding anything. I think we're just going to have to, you know, do the uh, rectal exam, you know. Oh, <laughs> so, God, so, geez. Yeah, yeah. And, so did uh, she give you headphones and say, here, go to a happy place? She's like, <laughs> she's like actually... She goes, this now might be a little uh, uncomfortable as she, she as it hurts like hell. She's like, this might be kind of uncomfortable. I go, well, that's a good word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's an understatement. <laughs> it reminds me of Dave Anderson's joke that he never wanted to use. Yeah, you know, I told you I didn't have any weapons. You could quit looking. <laughs> I can't believe he did eventually use that. Joke. Oh, that's so you, you funny. Because you wrote that tag. Yeah, that God, was great. Yeah. So when you wrote that tag, yeah, I know he used oh, it. Oh, good. It was great. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah um, I'm glad I got that out of the way. And we'll hopefully we'll get this thing addressed and uh, uh, stay healthy. And well. Yeah, because you were Stay real closed from... mouth about. It. You said you're going to the doctor, and I thought you were going to go see your uh, the you know the the um, uh, the heart. No, no, no. You're uh, all the you know the naturopath. Oh, the naturopath. Natu- naturopath. Oh, that yeah, you do. right. So I thought, oh, we'll have a good naturopath story, mm-hmm. and I had no idea you're going to have this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. I tried to get around it, but you know, some things in life are inevitable, and hopefully, it's not a catheter. <laughs> well, no, it's not going to be. You're going to be fine. Yeah, you're going to be fine. I'm going to keep doing what yeah, I can do. Yeah, well, taking... you're doing, you know, you're doing the right thing. You're just staying on top of stuff. Right. Yeah, it's what you have to do. Just keep staying on top of it, so. And um, before we're done, <coughs> I have to clear my throat for this. Uh-huh. Because at the risk of sounding like uh, Mark Marin talking about his damn cats all the time. Yeah. Liam right now. Oh, I want to hear about it. We got him off to L.A., for this first week of filming that he's going to be doing, uh-huh. stuff that he wrote and produced, and so he's going to be acting in, and we've been collecting. Catherine's been knocking her just self silly, making wigs, these beautiful wigs, and amazing wigs, and uh, <clears throat> putting together costuming and and getting every. We amazing. had Michelle Lesniak who won yeah. uh, Project Runway uh-huh. one year as a friend of Catherine's. She made this amazing poison oak dress for one of the characters you know for hardly any what her normal rate would be yeah just because she wanted to help liam and um so he's off there he they flew this first flight i think in years and years since maybe disneyland when he was a kid really yeah Uh, and um Catherine couldn't stop being the, the, the mom oh, no. the whole way. Honey, I don't know. No. <clears throat> have you have you packed your toothbrush? Don't forget. Yeah, have you got your, you know. Yeah. To, to the point where she's like already there and she's still contacting them. And they, oh, where are you guys doing? What are you doing now? I said, Catherine, you got to leave him alone. I know. <laughs> you got to let him have this adventure without right. the parents there. Right. This is his. <laughs> this is and him. And he will pick up the phone to tell you about his accomplishments he will tell us maybe when he gets back he'll give us or just send you pictures he'll you know you'll be surprised he'll be excited to share some of this i hope so with you guys yeah but it's so exciting now he was walking around the hollywood boulevard last night he and jensen are traveling together they got a little Uh, airbnb yeah um well it was uh i can't remember which it's la brea and hawthorne somewhere on there that area okay Anyhow, it's not. They showed his pictures out the window. It's, it doesn't look like a bad neighborhood where he is. No, he's down in the Miracle Mile. That yeah, uh, yeah, La Brea. He's down there by um by Cantor's. It's and, the Wow yeah. uh, RuPaul's uh, yeah. production. The, the Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, there's studios down studio. there. Studio. Mm-hmm. So he's that's where he is. I don't know excited. today or first day tomorrow, but uh, I'm just so excited for him. I remember when I went to college, yeah. how exciting it was. This is ten times more exciting. Just because he's already like two steps up the ladder, and he's just got this wonderful opportunity. Well, he's got people there to support him too. Yeah, that, right. You know, you and I went down blind with nobody. Yeah, and Jinx uh, Monsoon has been such a support to him and such yeah. a believer in him, and yeah. it, that's just really meant so much to us and to him. Well, yeah, and he's you know, and he he'll he'll come through, mm-hmm. and and he'll yeah. he'll find he'll get the good and the bad of L.A. Right, and yeah. as you always do, right, and um. So anyhow, I'm pretty excited for Liam right now. Well, you should be, and yeah. this is, and you know that the next time he goes, it's going to be 
a lot more permanent. Yeah, because it's still, anytime I hear like a window bang or a door, it's uh-huh. like, oh, here's Liam. And, you know, <laughs> it's not, and he's not, not there. there. Uh-uh, it's not yeah. there. It's going to be empty nest for the two of you, yeah. probably come September. Yeah, we're getting a little transition too, a little seven-step program. Yep. Yeah, you are. And that's, that's good because he yeah. didn't go away to college. Right. And he should be going away to college in September. It's like again, he went away on a, re- a scouting mission to a college yeah. for a week. And he'll be back for a little bit. And month, then he'll maybe go. Maybe a month. And then he'll be, uh, then he'll be down on there. his way. And it's just after the pandemic. I know a lot of parents have been feeling like, oh, my God, I wish my kid could launch. And now he's going to drive the vibe down. Yeah, he is. So, yeah. um, That's yeah, a good car to have down there. It is, right? It's a great car to have down there. Yeah. But, yep. I'm so happy. That's so really that he's, exciting. He's getting into the next phase of his life now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, and so well, are we, you know. Well, that's a great, th- that's a great story to end on. And yeah, we've had, uh, uh, thank you all for listening once again to Stop Me If I've Heard This. If you haven't subscribed, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. But um, yep. we really appreciate it. And uh, for those of you overseas that are listening to us, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, I noticed we have some people in Slovenia that are listening to us, and yeah, I appreciate right? that. Oh, and, and for all you guys over sixty-five, remember, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds. <laughs> are the, I'm I'm buying berry pumpkin seeds. My brother. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, uh, you've been listening. to Stop me if I've heard this. I've said it again, but can't say it too many times. Thanks so much for. I'm Susan and Art. We say goodbye. All right. Bye, everybody.